Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things MCU, and I know we are a day late for a new episode. It's a holiday week here. We are about to be in the throes of Thanksgiving, and quite honestly, there's there hasn't been a ton of new MCU stuff. I know we just got Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, in fact, it's only a couple of weeks old. And it's doing really well in the box office. But I thought it would be great if we answered some of the listener questions that y'all have been sending into our social media. Um, And a lot of them are, you know, around the next phase. Some things that are super recent, some developments that have happened recently. So I thought for this holiday week, we talk about some of those questions and uh, answer some of them. Of course, this is not necessarily a news pod so a lot of these will just be opinions and and things like that but uh before that i want to say my name is Emmanuel, um and i am recording in a hotel room in houston texas so i don't have all of my great sound equipment um and great you know i guess is uh is subjective i don't know if it is the greatest but i'm recording from um my, uh, my hotel room using my airpods you may hear the AC go off, and you might hear a couple farts in there. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm not that gassy. Um, but I'm going to answer some of these questions uh, for you here. And then just a couple. We'll do like five. This will be a short app. And then also, next week, next Monday, we will have a brand new episode going over Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special that they're releasing on Thanksgiving Day. Um, We features Kevin Bacon, a lot of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, so we'll be excited to talk about that. James Gunn, of course, is the new, I guess, co-CEO of DC Films, Um, so DC Studios, so uh, we're excited to see him kind of wrap up his Marvel stories with Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think that the holiday special will play a part in that as well, but... Let's get into some of these questions. The first question that we got is very specific to news that broke over the weekend. Um, And it's the question, will Bob Iger's rehiring affect the MCU? Now, if you don't know, if you're not on Twitter, and quite honestly, if you don't really care who the CEO of these giant companies are, then you may not have read that uh, former, now I have to say former, Former Disney CEO Bob Chapek was successioned over the weekend, (laughs) if you've seen succession. Basically, he was relieved of his duties as CEO of Walt Disney Company. Um, It happened fairly quickly. It kind of blindsided a lot of people. The news was released on a Sunday night while the executives were at an Elton John concert. Uh, you know, apparently, eh, sorry, and, and Bob Iger, the former CEO who had been the CEO for decades, is returning to helm uh, Walt Disney a Company while he searches for another, a different successor, which is kind of wild. But uh, Bob Chapek, his whole tenure has been kind of marred in some controversy. Um, of course, you know, big shoes to fill for, fill for him. Bob Iger is one of the, I, I think, one of the most charismatic CEOs. Sophia and I actually were in the same room with him uh, once uh, here in Houston, actually. But Bob Iger is back. Um, how was that going to affect the MCU? I honestly don't think that much. I mean, f- uh, in terms of the things that we see as viewers, 
and as fans. Um, I'll talk about some of the behind the scenes stuff, but I don't think it really changes too much, partially because there's so much happening in the MCU right now. You've got multiple shows in production. You've got multiple you know, movies that are being written and edited. And I don't think it really changes the schedule much. I think one of the things, the biggest things that is, is that we're going to feel is probably um, uh, uh, around quality. I think under Bob Chapek, the former CEO, most of the decisions were, were going to have to be approved by a small group of people that he supervised personally. And yesterday, Bob Iger already sent an email saying, we want to return a lot of the decision-making and the financial decisions. We're going to return that to the creatives. So what that means is now Kevin Feige won't need a sign-off for everything. Of course, he will have to, you know, I don't think he gets to spend a billion dollars whenever he wants, but it'll be nice. And and, and I'm just going to go over some of the things that Chapek kind of was criticized for. And, and one of the earliest things was his kind of uh, uh, conflict with Scarlett Johansson, who's a huge part of the MCU as Black Widow, when Black Widow was released on Disney Plus instead of in theaters, or sorry, at the same time as theaters, you know, that impacted her payday, um, and she had to sue. And there, there, was, there was a lot of issues happening behind the scenes, and Kevin Feige personally implored Bob Chapek, the former CEO, to resolve it and, and, and behind the scenes said that he kind of maybe screwed that one up. And I feel like those types of issues, whatever happened with Iger, Iger, you know, has a great relationship with a lot of the creatives in Hollywood, including actors and writers and directors. And of course, people like Kevin Feige who run his studios. So I feel like, you know, I, I, I don't know how we're going to see it, but there will be a lot more support for uh, Feige in this, in, in Iger's return. Um, remember, uh, Feige asked Bob Iger to move Marvel Studios uh, under the supervision of Alan Horn at the time, uh, the, the kind of the live action film department, because he did not want to be held, he didn't want his boss to basically be Ike Perlmutter at, at you know, the, the, the former Marvel company. And then of course he, and then Disney bought Marvel. So there's a lot going on. I don't think, again, to answer the question, the original question, I don't think Bob Iger's return to Disney will affect the MCU as much as we think. Um, but it is going to be a different uh, structure in terms of the support that Kevin Feige himself will have at, 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 uh, at Walt Disney. But of course, like who knows Feige, you know, he's a, he's a busy guy. He's working on a Star Wars movie right now. And who knows how long he'll be at Marvel. I think Iger will help keep him there a little bit longer. But so much of the MCU revolves around a small group of people and a small group of executives and producers who are just consistently putting out content. And by consistent, I mean three to four movies a year four to five shows on Disney Plus, so that's a lot of content. But yeah, I, who, who's to know? Bob Iger will only be there for a couple of years. Who knows who his successor will be? It would be wild if Kevin Feige... Well, he doesn't have much corporate experience. I don't think he's going to be the CEO of Disney, but we'll see what happens. Okay, here is the next question. Will Black Panther Wakanda forever win an Oscar? Now, that is really interesting. Um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever 
Oh, sorry, the original Black Panther film actually won two Oscars. Oh, wait, no, it won three Oscars. Uh, so I think that's a very valid question. It was nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Oscars. The original Black Panther, again, remember, if you're an Oscar head like me or like Brent, you will realize that there's something other than pretty controversial that happened around this time, and that's the Oscars and the people, really, Bob Iger at Disney, they were really pushing for a best, I don't know if you remember this, a best popular film Oscar. They wanted a new category at the 2018-2019 Oscars, um, and they wanted, sorry, the 2018 Oscars, they wanted it to be called best popular film. Well, the reason why they wanted that, I think think is because they thought Black Panther would win it. Can you imagine that? Like a, in creating a new category just so Black Panther would win, but uh, it was nominated for best picture. Popular Oscar didn't happen. It was nominated for best picture, best costume design, best original score, best original song, best production design, best sound editing, and best sound mixing. And it won best costume design, best original score, and best production design. So I honestly don't think this movie will be nominated for best picture just because of the competition this year. And I don't think it's going to be nom. Well, it could be nominated for sound editing or sound mixing, but remember now those categories are combined to best sound. So there, there aren't two individual categories. I think that's possible with Black Panther. I do think what's locked in and this may, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like best costume design is locked. That's the award they won with Ruth E. Carter. I think that will win. Um, I, yeah, I actually think it's going to win. I think it might win Best Original Score by Ludwig Gorenson. Um, I listened to an interview with Ludwig where he talks about having to find the ways to kind of recreate Mayan instruments and how much work went into finding these instruments in, you know, graves and in some, in, in some like, pictures and depictions and they had to work with Mayan professors to recreate them and so if you watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever you hear a lot of Talokan's score and you may think oh that's a really interesting noise or that's a very different type of sound and and partially that's because you may have never heard that before because those are real-ish Mayan instruments and I think Ludwig is going to be recognized for that and he might win a second Oscar for a Black Panther movie, which is wild. Um, I think Best Original Song is definitely possible. Now, three, uh, two songs were... Oh, wait, no, no. All of the stars were, were was nominated. There's two new songs uh, attached in this movie by Rihanna. First first new music in a really long time. First new music? Is that what you say? New, some new music? <laughs> From Rihanna, I think that might get a uh, original song nom, and then best production design. I think that will that might happen as well. I mean, watch Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. There's a lot of production design in that, and, and it includes the costumes, of course. But uh, even outside of that, the way that Talo Khan looks, the way that the new Wakanda um, technology looks, the way like um, I I don't think this is spoiler. The way some of the 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 caskets look like there's a lot of work going on in production design so uh to recap i don't think it'll get a best picture nom but i think it gets costume design original score production design and maybe sound but that's four oscar noms and i think two of them are wins i think it's going to win original score and costume design so for that question is black panther going to get nominated for an oscar or will it win an oscar i think it wins two 
to be honest with you, which is just um, kind of wild for a Marvel movie to win two Oscars. Uh, and it may do better than that. Who knows? Okay, next question is Kang the Conqueror, the Big Bad. I can't even answer this question. We've seen him in Loki. We're going to see him in Quantumania. But I don't know. I mean, there's we know there's an Avengers movie called the Kang Dynasty. So I think it's definitely possible uh, that we're going to see a lot more of him, especially in this next phase. Um, but I'm not sure... I really don't know. I mean, the first time we saw Thanos was, I believe, in the Avengers. And then for seven years, we got little hints of him coming in and out. So that was 2012. And, uh, you know, we, we saw him in the attack on New York. So seven years, mind you, where we got little hints of Thanos, you know, popping up. Little gems here and there. Little Infinity Stones happening um, across across all these movies. Um, I'm gonna. I don't really know when Kang Dynasty uh, comes out, but I don't think it's seven years from now. Um, yeah, 2025. So that's three years. May second of 2025. So in three years, we're gonna have to set up Kang as m- one of the integral villains for all of the superheroes we've met. And mind you, we've introduced a lot more superheroes than ever before. Um, so I don't know, like, we'll see what, how, what Quantumania does. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more of him now that we're in phase five. Um, again, there's a lot of great stories being told in the MCU apart from Kang the Conqueror. I think, you know, at this point with a diverse storytelling that's happening now across mediums, you know, I guess those seven years with the original Avengers, um, there wasn't a TV show that also was working, you know, like <laughs> Kang was introduced in a series, Loki. Um, there wasn't a series that Thanos could kind of be in uh, at, at, the, at, the, at the time. And then also there's a lot more content being released right now. So although, you know, across seven years, we had a huge setup for Thanos and Endgame and Infinity War, um, six or seven years, um, you know, we'll, we have a lot more stuff coming out every year now. So instead of waiting two years for a movie uh, or, you know, just a couple movies every year, we've got all these shows and a ton of movies coming out. I will say it doesn't, it will reward people like you who watch all of it. I think if you don't, um, you know, there's going to have to be some kind of remedial course that tells you, okay, if you don't watch Loki and you're confused about this guy that's in Ant-Man Quantumania, and now you're really confused when you, you, you have one of the Avengers films named after him, here are the five or six things to watch. And that's why the pod is here. But also, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting how they do. But yes, I think Kang is going to be important. I think it's going to be a thing like Thanos where, you know, Infinity War, he was a huge part of Infinity War. But then in Endgame, I I don't think I need to do a spoiler alert here, but, you know, he he's not that important in Endgame. He did what he did in Infinity War, and Endgame was really about the original Avengers um, resolving the snap or the blip, what Thanos did. And I think we might have something similar here. I don't see Kang just being this giant specter that everyone fights once. Um, I think there's a lot to fix. I think since Kang, you know, broke up the timelines, all these divergences are happening. 
there's a lot of fixes that need to happen. So I, I don't know. I, I assume there isn't some giant CGI Kang battle at the very end of this, but who knows? They could change it up. Um, another question is what is going on in phase five? I think that's actually really similar to what I've been talking about with Kang. And that is, I don't know. I have no idea what's happening in phase five. We know the movies. We are not sure how they all connect. I am excited about a lot of the things that we're about to see. Um, uh, and I don't know necessarily, I don't want to go down a list of all the things that are going to come out between now and 2024, but this includes TV shows. Okay. So, you know, and the return of daredevil, like that's part of phase five, a lot of TV shows in this and then blade, you know, introductions of new things. Um, but we're going to get a new captain America, we're going to get new Guardians. We're going to get a new Captain uh, Marvel. Definitely new Ant-Man. You know, we're going to get Thunderbolts in terms of movies. And then a ton of shows. Returning shows like Loki, Echo. Um, you know, we kind of saw a little bit of Riri Williams. We'll get Ironheart. Um, Agatha, Covenant of, of Chaos. I, man, I accidentally went over everything. Secret Invasion. But there's a lot happening in fight Phase 5. I, I, I'm just along for the ride. So I would say... You know, uh, enjoy it and turn off the part of your brain that wants everything to connect because at this point it's kind of impossible with the MCU. There's just so much happening. But I'm looking at this list and going back to Kang, the Conqueror, you know, Ant-Man the Lost Quantumania is here. We'll definitely see some Kang. It's possible we see some Kang in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Not 100% sure. Um, where that where that happens, but we're also getting getting season two of Loki, where we know Kang is a huge specter in that. So, we're there's two or three things here where we'll see more Kang. For all you Kang heads waiting to see Jonathan Majors, um, there's a lot of Kang happening, and we don't have to wait that long. I mean, um, Quantumania comes out in months. Okay, we're not talking about like waiting an entire year. That movie is coming out in February of 2023, December, January. Two months. Just wait two months, everyone, and you'll see some more Kang. Okay, final question is really interesting. I'm I'm excited about this question. I am sort of uh, skeptical about how it's going to be executed. But here's a question. When will we see the X-Men in the MCU? I don't understand this question fully because we've we've been seeing some x-men in the mcu um we've even been seeing kind of the fox x-men in some of the mcu and cameos mind you but i'll go over some of these examples like we've already seen spider-man who joins the x-men at some point i get that that's like a technicality but we've, we've also seen quicksilver and wandavision and um you know we heard the x-men theme song in miss marvel when they talk a little bit about humans or mutants um but We've also seen Professor X, like Professor X, played by Patrick Stewart, is in Multiverse of Madness. And that, I think, you know, was a big cameo, of course, but, you know, it it shows Marvel's, I guess, uh, comfortability with the Fox X-Men. They're not necessarily going to recast them all. I'm sure, like, we've introduced variants and stuff like that, but... You know, we got Professor X in here, and we ju- there was just an announcement that um, uh, uh, Wolverine is going to be in Deadpool 3, and it's the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. And I know Deadpool 3 kind of existed before the MCU, but that's technically in the MCU, and they okayed that. Um, there's also a, there's some really small things, too, that 
we had written down here. I think in She-Hulk, there was a headline that said, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Man fights, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Wait, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Hmm, interesting. But that, uh, that sounds like Wolverine to me. So I, I think we're going to see a little bit more X-Men. Again, technically, a lot of the people we've already seen are X-Men. I don't know necessarily, though. I think this question really is asking, when will we see Professor X, not Patrick Stewart, or maybe Patrick Stewart, when will we see Professor X gather a group of mutants and form an X-Men group, an X-Men group? I don't know when that happens. I actually don't think that's going to happen in the next two or three phases to see an actual X-Men movie. I think we'll see mutants sprinkled throughout. Namor is also a, a mutant now that Black Panther Wakanda Forever has come out. So I think we're going to see mutants happening. Again, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's all because of some of the stuff that's happening in Loki that we've already seen, like, you know, where's this bangle from? Where are, this, are, are the Ten Rings from? Like, I think there's all kinds of things that they're introducing to our universe that will create mutants. And then there will be some sort of, you know, existential threat to them. I think they're going to separate it a little bit from Fox. It seems like it's going to be a little more lighthearted. I mean, Wolverine and Deadpool, that's the most, I think, irreverent franchise you can throw him into. So I think we're going to have a little bit more fun with X-Men in this iteration. But, you know, I think there's some things that definitely make X-Men different. And I hope that they, they lead into a lot of that stuff, too. But not not too far from an X-Men movie. But we'll, we're already seeing a lot of mutants in the MCU. And I'm excited for that. And I hope you're all excited for that as well. Okay. So those are the five questions that we decided to answer this week. Keep sending us questions. You can email us at... Uh, or you can send us a message on social media at DelphinPod. I'll do a better job of checking that, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. Um, you can support the pod at patreon.com slash DelphinPod, or you can actually email us at info at DelphinPod.com, um, or you can just, I think it's also Gmail. So you can just email DelphinPod at gmail.com if you have questions. And we may do this more often. I think this is really fun, and I think that, you know, as we are in between shows and movies, you know, we can report about news, but who knows, you know, news changes, uh, you know, especially when it comes to like film production news, or we can answer some of your questions. So keep sending us questions. Thanks so much for listening to Countdown to Infinity. Make sure to rate and review it and share it with all of the people that you like. Uh, Don't share with people you don't like. Um, And we will see you next week after you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the, the special that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Sophia will be back on. We'll talk about that. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.